Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Game on! Game on! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins return this summer, and who won regular season awards now that the regular season is over? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. So, is everyone ready for Bruins hockey this summer? I know it's going to be a bit weird watching hockey in 90 degree weather, but playoff hockey is back. After more than 11 weeks, the Bruins can skate at Warrior Ice Arena. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker signed an executive order on Friday, allowing the team to report to Warrior when the NHL gives them permission to start in a few weeks. Last week, the NHL announced a four-phase process to get the players back on the ice. The NHL and NHL Players Association announced that the league is targeting a move onto Phase 2 of its return-to-play plan in early June. The league also revealed safety protocols when Phase 2 begins. Now, in Phase 2, players can use the training facilities and must wear masks, cloth, or surgical type when entering or leaving the facility, and while inside, where social distancing cannot be maintained. This doesn't include exercising and on-ice workouts. There will be a six-player maximum in the facility at once. The on-ice sessions with players on- is with players only. No coaches or other personnel are allowed on the ice, and all on-ice sessions will be non-contact. All players and staff will be administered COVID-19 nasal swab tests two days before training begins and the tests and they will be tested twice a week after that. They must perform daily self-administered temperature and symptom checks at home before heading to their team's facility. If a COVID-19 test comes back positive, the player and staff members team will conduct contract tracing in conjunction with local and health regulations. Now you can go to NHL.com and see the full 22-page memo to the NHLPA. They there's also stuff about sharing like water bottles and towels and you know wiping down you know exercise equipment. So I think they have a, a pretty good idea what what they're gonna do over at Warrior. Speaking of that, Bruins president Cam Neely detailed on how that would work for the Bees when Phase 2 comes to an end. The team has everything they need in place from sanitizing, taking temperatures, and making sure the groups are spaced well enough apart so that the staff can clean in between each group. Players who live locally will be the first to head back to Warrior Ice Arena. 
Now, some Bruins who travel to their homes or to their off-season home, um, some Bruins, some Bruins who traveled home to their off-season residences during the break do not have to return to Boston for phase two. Their return will be required once formal training camp begins. Now, here's the thing. I think it would be beneficial that all the players return. After this long layoff, they need to come back. This way, they're ready to go because I don't want somebody like, you know, you know Charlie Coyle is going to be there. Chris Wagner is going to be there, you know, because those are local guys. So I expect those guys to be there. But, you know, I want other guys to show up for this because this is going to get you in better game shape. With the 2019-2020 regular season complete, the Bruins secured a postseason spot for their fourth straight year. The Bruins were also recipients of three awards, the President's Trophy, the Jennings Trophy, and the Rocket Richard Trophy. Now, the Bruins were named the recipients of the President's Trophy. That's awarded annually to the team with the most points at the end of the regular season. Now, having the best record in the NHL really doesn't mean anything in this year's playoff format. Normally, you would have home ice advantage throughout the playoffs, but I'll get to that in a few minutes. David Pasternak, along with uh, Alexander Ovechkin, were named co-winners of the Rocket Richard Award as the league's top leading goal, goal scorers. Pasta scored 40, a career-high 48 goals in 70 regular season games. He also tallied a career-high with 47 assists for 95 points. And he was tied for, mo- for third most in the NHL. Cam Neely remains the last player in the organization to score 50 goals. Now, if the season were to be extended by another 10 games, maybe Pasternak would have had would have tied Cam Neely or would have surpassed him maybe with 52, 53 goals. Goaltenders Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak combined for the Jennings Trophy after recording the best goals against average in the league with 2.39. Now, Tuka Rask finished the regular season as the league leader in goals against average with 2.12. He ranks second in the league in save percentage with 9.29 with 9.929 and had 5 shutouts. And now that the regular season's over, it's time for some playoff hockey. I know a lot of you aren't going to be fans of this format or even summer hockey. A lot of you say just scrap the season and just go right to the right to next season. Well, they got 70 games in. I think the play, especially the players deserve this. Not us fans deserve it too, but the players they they really gave it gave it their all for 70 games. They deserve to have playoffs no matter when it is. Training camps, which is phase 3, are not expected to happen anytime earlier than the first half of July. A lot of people have been talking July 10th or after that. And you got to wonder how how in shape a lot of these players will be. I'm sure they're working out at home. But I don't think this is the same as being in game shape. I mean, this is why this is what I said earlier. They need to come back for this little little on ice training prior to when they come back. You know, they they need to come back for this like little like training session before the regular training camp begins. This way you're you'll be in much better shape. Now, training facilities were closed 
and they haven't been on ice for three months, they would at least need a two or three week mini camp. Uh, the long layoff could benefit veterans like Chara, Rask, and Bergeron. And we all know Rask will get plenty of time between the pipes this summer. You know, maybe Halak might see some might see some time if Chara, not Chara, if Rask happens to have not have a good game. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how well these guys are going to come after a long layoff. I mean, the added the added rest they'll be a little bit fresher, but not being on the ice for this long certainly raises some questions about everyone's readiness. Are they ready to go? You know, are the Bruins ready to repeat what they were doing throughout the throughout those 70 games? You know, we'll just have to wait and see once the playoffs start. Now, phase four is the start of the playoffs. Now, no start date has been announced. They're thinking maybe maybe by late, late July, early August. And this playoff is going to be a little bit different. This playoff format will feature 24 teams. The top 12 teams in each conference make the playoffs with positions based on winning percentage. I know a lot of you don't like this format, but it does make sense to have an expanded playoffs. Some of the teams could have made the playoffs with 10 games left. The Islanders were one point out of a playoff spot. The Rangers were two points out of a playoff spot. Florida was three points out of a playoff spot. And Montreal was nine points out of a playoff spot. The teams will be seeded in in a best of five series. So you'll have in the East, you'll have number five Pittsburgh versus number 12 Montreal. You'll have number six Carolina versus number 11 New York Rangers. Number seven, New York Islanders versus number 10, Florida. And number eight, Toronto versus number nine, Columbus. When the Bruins finally return to the ice, they will be part of a a four-team round-robin mini-tournament against the Lightning, Capitals, and Flyers. This is to determine the the top four seeds in the East. The Bees only need to tie for the best record in the round-robin since they already own the first tiebreaker with their point percentage. And the seedings don't really matter that much anyways, since there's no home home ice advantage in this playoffs. They won't be playing any games at the TD Garden. And it's better to play some competitive games before the real playoffs begins. Otherwise, the Bruins will be at a disadvantage compared to their playing opponent. And you got to kind of think of it as a preseason, preseason games. Think of playing against the Lightning, Capitals, and Flyers as preseason games, and then you're on to the, like, the regu- what would be the regular season. Now, the NHL says the round-robin and play-in games are considered qualifying for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And while this still could change, the NHL still considers these rounds a special set of games and not actual playoffs. So for record-keeping purposes, the playoffs weren't expanded to 16. You're still still going to have at least the playoffs are still going to include eight teams. The play-ins are just a little a little extra bonus for those teams that were on the that could have made the playoffs had the season continued. And if you think about it, it's like starting a new season. If the playoffs start in late July, then that would mean about 4 months without a game and every team starting from scratch. Kind of like take Getting the kind of like the off, it's kind of like having a little off season. All right, you're off in say April and you don't go back until September, 
stuff like that. The Islanders, who suffered injuries late in the season and slipped out of a playoff spot, they could be healthy. They're, now that now that the team is healthy, they can make a long run at the playoffs. They 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 got injured. A lot of their major star, a lot of their major stars got injured. They slipped in the play. They slipped out of the playoffs. Didn't look good for them. Now that they're all now that they're all going to be back and healthy, they can make a long run at the playoffs. And with every team almost starting over, anything can happen now. I know there is going to be some ups, some upsets. Maybe one of the playing teams rides a hot goaltender all the way to the cup finals. Carey Price could be well-rested and make an impact. Montreal was nine points out of a playoff spot and could win the cup with this format. Could we see two playing teams in the finals? We could. We could see the Rangers play the Canucks. Or the Blackhawks play the Canadians. Anything is possible with this playoff format. I mean, even even there's a good chance that the Bru- the Bruins come back from this and they just aren't ready. Then it, then you know you have teams that don't have playoff experience or have young players that would probably struggle in the playoffs. The Bruins have years of playoff experience, so I'm not really worried about about the Bruins, but. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, one of the things, even like with last year, Florida came in, won the President's Trophy, and what did, what happened? They got eliminated in the first round by Columbus. The NHL will use centralized locations or hub cities for, for the games. All right, so you're not going to see any games played at the TD Garden. You're not going to see any games played at Nassau Coliseum. You're not going to see any games played at Madison Square Garden. You're not going to see any games being played in Carolina because these are like these are pro, these are New York and Boston are hot spots and you know Nat, Nassau Nassau County on Long Island they're all hot spots. You don't no hockey is going to be being played there anywhere. All right, so they're going to be playing in centralized NHL centralized locations. It would need the ability to play multiple games per day without fans. NHL arenas are best suited for that because of their back-of-the-house facilities, such as multiple locker rooms that can be sanitized after teams move in and out, and hotels where players will be quarantined. And don't forget about the ice-making systems. The ice will need to be in good shape in August and September. That's one of the things a lot of people I've read, a lot of fans are worried about, that it's going to be poor ice conditions. Well, if it's a decent arena, an up-to-date arena, then maybe with with new ice making, maybe they might be able to actually have decent ice for the summer. Now, Gary Bettman says that there's going to be 10 hub cities under consideration for two host spots, one in the east and probably one in the west. That's probably how it's going to work. The cities are Vegas, Toronto, Chicago, Columbus, Edmonton, Dallas, L.A., Minnesota, Vancouver, and Pittsburgh. Now, Toronto, Columbus, or Pittsburgh could be the Eastern Conference hub city. The league is going to decide in about three or four weeks on the two hub cities. So, like I said, don't expect the hot spots in this country to be to even be considered as a as a hub city right now. You just you just can't. 
with with what's going on. I mean, I could see them possibly throwing in Buffalo in in there too because you know it'll well it'll it'll be the only time Buffalo actually sees the playoffs. You know, I'm really excited to have hockey back. I know there are risks out there, but the league put a lot of thought into coming back. Players will be tested, wearing masks, and social distancing. I don't think the NHL would put the players' lives at risk if they didn't have a solid plan. And I've looked over that plan, and it looks like it's kind of it's they're, this. They're ready to go. They're ready to take on take on responsibility. They're and they're just they're the NHL. They had they they had to have a plan in place when this first started. So this is where we stand as the NHL prepares to come back. I'll have more updates on next week's episode, maybe details on when camps will open and a possible start date for the playoffs. And what will games look like? We know that there will be no fans in attendance. Will coaches still be, be will coaches still be behind the bench? Will the f- will the players be wearing full face shields like they do in college? Will there be checking? Will, what's we don't know what the what the game situation is going to be. You know, we don't know if the if if the players are going to have to be like if they're going to put dividers on the bench or we don't know what's what the situation is going to be like. It, we're just going to haul. We'll just have to wait and see. But how cool is it going to be streaming the game on your mobile device while you're sailing around Boston Harbor or hanging out by the pool with your favorite Boston beer? I'm stocking up my fridge for another Bruins run at the cup. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. If you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.